Grounded Radio is a podcast on creativity, well-being, personal growth, and spiritual journeys. The ladies of Grounded embark on a journey of what it means to be our most authentic self and lead a well-balanced life. Be inspired and tune in to the raw conversations that bridge our human connection and raise our frequencies. This is Grounded Radio. What's good, beautiful beings? You are now tuning in to the Grounded Podcast, where we share your well-being, art, and lifestyle stories to connect and inspire. Hi, this is Bianca. And I'm Marika. And our guest for today is a childhood friend of mine whom I really, really admire for a number of things. For starters, he is one of the most passionate people I know and a person who always commits himself to what he sets out to do. He is a lawyer by profession, the co-founder of a local activewear brand called High & Dry, and he might not know this, but he is actually one of the inspirations for Grounded Radio. You see, Luigi started his own podcast, Me'er on Air, three years ago, which he has been recording independently on SoundCloud ever since. He has always been one of my biggest supporters in anything I do, and I truly value his wisdom and insight so much because of how learned, well-informed, and curious he is, in addition to his genuine and authentic way of living, of course. And I'm so excited that today Bianca and I get to pick his brain on this episode of Grounded Radio. Please give a warm welcome to Luigi Mayer. Yay! Welcome, Luj. Can, can I just say, what an intro. I wasn't ready for yeah. that. <laughs> it's all true. And yep. on that note, Mariks, I still remember that time we met up in Greenbelt. And you first told me about Grounded. Yes, I remember you were, you were telling me about how you were going to develop this brand or this mm-hmm. platform where you guys would be publishing your own podcasts mm-hmm. on wellness and on art and posting your own blogs. That's right. And Luigi was like, you know what the only problem with this is? You have to do it already. Like you got to start doing it. That's why I'm like, he's always been such a big supporter. Getter. Yeah. How awesome. And Getter. here we are now, right? Yeah. Fast forward maybe three years ago. Yes, how old is how old is grounded, right? Three years ago. Yes. Well, I remember no, two years. Two years. Yeah. I remember I was starting out palang as a lawyer when you pitched it to me, and I was like, Monica, this wow. is this is perfect. Like yeah. you guys really should do it. And this was after a venture, well, that that didn't work out. And even Luigi was so supportive of that one. So I really appreciate him being supportive all the way. <laughs> Even from my failed experiences, he's always been there. I love it when I see friends like really pursue their passions. And like, I know you guys are really into art and to, um, wellness. And, you know, it's so nice to see you guys really go for it. I can't wait for more. I already follow you guys on Spotify. <laughs> like more power to you ladies. I'm I'm excited to see where this takes you girls. Aw, thank you, Luj. Thank you. Yeah, so how have you been doing? What have you been up to these past few months? Pandemic, lockdown, change of lifestyle, world turning around. How have you been? Okay, Naman, I think I've gotten used to the whole work from home arrangement. I'm a lawyer by profession. Our law firm 
really didn't stop with its services even during the start of the pandemic back in March. I mean, it took everyone a while to adjust to the new regiment, which was, you know, working from home and all that. But it's been six months now. And I think people have gotten accustomed to it. Yeah, well, our office is back now and running. Okay. But yeah, but now it's just, it's being smart about how how you have your workforce come to the office. It, it can't be like before, right? People are just coming in and out. We yeah. also do like, if you guys are familiar with notarial services, that's where people can walk into your office and have their documents notarized. So things notary like that. Notary public. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm a notary public. So like <laughs> things like that. I don't want to bore people out, but I mean, there have been certain services that have been affected also yeah. by this pandemic. But other than that, you know, it's nice to see everyone get back on the groove. So 2020 can only get better, right? And it's nice to see people adjusting and adapting to the to the present circumstances. Yeah. And I think we're all learning how to be flexible and that we need to adapt. And uh, yeah, I'm glad to hear that you guys are back. Your office is open. I'm really curious. Were there cases that you were working on that were dropped or put on hold? I know the world will always need lawyers. And you're a corporate lawyer, right? The corporate and labor. So with regards to those cases that you were working on, were there any that were just dropped or put on hold? I'm really curious to how your line of work is affected by all of this. Uh, it's been challenging for majority of our clients. A lot of projects have been put on hold, you know, with the whole pandemic. I think labor has gotten hit quite hard now. And I'm, you guys only have to read the newspaper, right, to know about what's going on. Yeah, I mean, to be frank, I've only been a lawyer for couple of years and I've never had to deal with this this much labor matters wherein it involves you know um cost cutting retrenchment so I guess it's also a wake-up call for people today in a, if you still have a job right now if you still have a source of income uh, now is the time to be grateful for that you know yeah absolutely I've encountered Companies that had to, you know, lessen their labor force, you know, departments that have had to close. So it's it, it's been tough too. I mean, as a lawyer, you know, as much as you want to be kind of objective, you know, you want to be impartial. You can't really be, you can't get your emotions in the way of your work. Mahirap. Every now and then, you'll have somebody reach out to you, you know, asking, okay, attorney, how, how do we do this? Because... Parang isang, isang division, medyo redundant na, how do we do it? So of course, you got to advise them. But at the same time, you know that behind the emails, behind the Zoom meetings, there are lives involved then. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been tough because even from the legal aspect, I've never encountered this many labor matters you know, involving that sort of wow. stuff. On a positive note, I've also seen and heard from a lot of friends that have started their own 
businesses, you know, started their own ventures. So like SMEs and startups. Yeah, a lot of wow. startups have been reaching out to a lot of friends, you know, that they got these business ideas which they kind of wanna launch. You know, so it's also nice. You get to see talaga how the community adapts. That's why okay. I told you yesterday, and you 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 get to see how how the Pinoys get to you know go with the trying times. Okay, if maybe now a certain source of income, maybe your job is medyo tagilid. Oh, how about we look for other opportunities? Oh, how about we bake some cookies and maybe sell them? So much good food out these days. I love it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, everyone is a chef now. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice also to see how people can adapt and change to the times. So. Yeah. And I think we're more in touch now with our crafty side, more on the creative side also. Like I feel like there's a lot of creative energy. I don't know if you guys feel it too, but you know, everyone's trying definitely to, before the world was more corporate and i just feel like everyone now make their cooking they're doing arts and crafts they're kind of forced to get in touch with their creative side yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah you know we're, we're at home so we're all homemaking and doing things with our hands and, yeah. the pandemic has forced people to step out of their comfort zones then no yeah Parang, you have to try out new things, you know? even if at first it, it may not seem like, okay, baka this isn't my specialization. But I have no background in baking cookies, right? But now, because of trying times, ah, I got to try it out because I need some source of income. I need to sell something, right? I need, I need, to, yeah. um, I need to help my family. So it's cool. It's cool, Ren, how? Oh, next thing you know, you're already, you have an Instagram account. You're selling, yeah. you're selling cinnamon rolls, cheese. Oh gosh, so there's so many cinnamon rolls out there Banana now. Banana bread. And in a way, it's kind of like going back to basics. As For some people, it's trying new things. But for others, let's say you used to cook with, let's say, your parents as a kid. And then you forgot about it because life got busy. Now you find you're using those skills again to help support yourself. It's, it's amazing. And I just want to add that like growing up, down south i used to bike and skateboard with my friends all the time and now i it makes me so happy to see so many bikes out on the road because it's one form of exercise or it's an extracurricular activity people can do without you know by with distancing and still being free and out on the road so that's one other nice thing yeah. that's kind of come back <laughs> you get to see how resourceful pinoy is i know and that's really nice i mean on that note, nga, me, so me and my wife, we only have one car. So she works because in Pasay, we live in Makati. So back during the lockdown, she still had to go to work because she was in, she's in the financial industry. So they weren't really mm-hmm. affected by the lockdown. So she still had to go to work. While me, sometimes I'd, had to go, I'd have to go to work. So and we only had one car. So she'd take the car. E ako, wala. I guess I had the scooter now. So now I have one of those electronic Ooh. scooters and I take it now to work. And I'm wow. like, everyone, you see everyone with their scooters, with their bikes. Yes. So it's yeah. nice. I mean, it's That's nice awesome. to see people also adapt. Yeah. Yeah. 
there are a lot of positive things that are coming out of this pandemic. I feel as much as there are so many heartbreaking and devastating circumstances that people are in, of course, we just have to focus on, you know, the positive things. And there's definitely a learning experience here and something that is trying to be taught for all of us. And I feel like one of the things we've really taken for granted was being outdoors. Although it's really sad, I'm just happy now that the kids, especially the kids today who are all on their gadgets, now value what they're missing and how good they had it. You know, just just stepping outside, riding on your bike, going for a run. We don't have much parks here. And I'm hoping my wish for this country after this pandemic is over, that someone will have a platform for parks because (laughs) we need it. We need more parks and less malls. Have you ladies heard of grounding? I think I mentioned this to Martin recently, Marika. Grounding? Grounding? Yeah, Yeah. do you mean like grounding Walking barefoot? Walking barefoot, yeah. Yes. On soil and grass. Mm -hmm. Yes. Have you been doing it? So that's one of my recent discoveries during this pandemic, grounding. So my wife and I try whenever we get, whenever we go home to my folks' place since they have a garden. Yeah, we always take time to just, you know, step out, enjoy, enjoy greenery. Yeah. My God, now greenery, you know, it's such a, such a privilege to have it. Now we're all locked up in our boxes. Super. In these apartments. Yeah. But yeah, for those of you that, who may not heard of grounding, they're actually exercises that keep us connected to the earth and yeah, it could be as simple as walking out barefoot in the garden. If you don't have grass around you, you can do it on the road. And you can even actually just, even by a simple thing as washing your hands and taking a shower, if you do it with awareness and knowing that that water is from the earth, that it's precious resources and you connect to that, that's also a way of grounding oh, yourself. Interesting. There's actually a meditation. It's called like a cleansing or healing waterfall meditation when you're in the shower you've got like five minutes you're shampooing as it rinses off you kind of visualize that you're in a waterfall and it's cleansing away all the negative energy just a very simple like mental morning hack and it literally takes one minute but it makes a big difference and also when you meditate they say to keep your feet on the ground let's say your floor and to envision roots growing out of your feet and touching the core of mother earth it's just all visual but then it really has an impact on you physically and mentally so yes yeah so what you can do is visualize roots coming down from your from the top of your head down to the base of your spine and also to the foundations of your feet and just grounding it to the earth it's as simple as that you can close your eyes and visualize it with both feet on the ground i wanted to ask you ladies what's your meditation regimen like can you like how is it like what what, do you guys practice um what's it mindfulness meditation what what does it look like there's so many but it depends marika you can go first okay well i usually do the zazen technique which is i follow my breath because my husband does i think what he does is tm transcendental meditation which is more of you have a mantra and Mm -hmm. so he has a mantra his mantra is Maranatha. And he just follows Maranatha. And that's how he was taught. And you sit for 25 minutes minimum in the morning and in the evening. But I think he does it at least once a day. 
for me, I realized, I tried that, but I realized I'm not, I, I really like prayer. Um, I usually spend more time in prayer and for meditation, I chop it up. Like I'll do 10 minutes in the morning of just breathing. So my breath is my mantra. And I, when I read about it, it's actually the Zen style of meditating when you just focus on your breath. On your breath. Okay. Yeah. And I get, I feel like I can do it anytime. Like every, anytime I just need to check in with myself or when I'm feeling dizzy or overwhelmed, I just sit down for five minutes and follow my breath. How about you, I love Bianca? those too. Yeah. I, the, what Marika mentioned, I do that as well. I see meditation as kind of like a buffet of choices and depending on what I'm feeling is what I'll do. So at night, I also like to follow my breath or I keep um, a singular intention like Especially on the insomniac full moon nights, I, I like to chant uh, mentally, sleep comes easily to me. And then I'll play some Tibetan bowls with a certain frequency in the background. But on a daily basis, it's really just sometimes I join my husband in the morning. He does 15 minutes of transcendental as well. It's so cool that more than does that do. I'm a sucker for guided meditations. So there are different kinds, like you follow a storyline. I just find it so fun and it really like tickles the imagination. On YouTube, there's so many free ones and then there are apps like Calm. Really depends on what kind of voice you like. And every day, it also changes like, oh, sometimes I want to hear like a, like a strong masculine voice. And some days I prefer like a feminine voice guiding me. But one of the cool things I discovered was chakra balancing meditation so chakras are the energy centers of our body and you can go through each so from the root chakra which is like more grounding all the way up or you can just focus on something that you're trying to fine-tune or balance in your life so for example that's you want to have better communication because you're going to go on a podcast or you're going to give a talk or you're just trying to communicate better with your partner you can focus on your throat chakra and send it you know, blue light. And I also like to meditate with crystal. So it really, it really depends on the day and the time and how I'm feeling. Just want to add one more that Teresa Herrera talked about on Instagram recently is you go through your senses and that will really put you back into the present moment. So you're sitting and then you, you go through each sense, like taste, what am I tasting now? And you just think about that. And then you go through touch. What am I feeling? I'm feeling my pajamas, the cloth. And like, what do I hear? I can hear a siren outside my window. And then by the time you get to the last sense, you find that you're so fully attuned to where you are. Bianca, that's you? actually a grounding practice. Oh, is it? Yes. That's, you if, you, if you look it up, that's like the, the main exercise for grounding yourself is the senses. So you think of three things that you can see, three things that you can feel, or that you can hear. Well, and, there you, yeah, go. you go through All the senses, senses, and that's how you can ground yourself too. How about you, Luigi? And this is why I was very excited to go on this podcast. <laughs> because I'm... Uh, to be honest, I'm not really familiar with all, you know, with meditation and all that. But ever since the pandemic, I, that's one of my coping mechanisms. I tried to wow. try to dabble and learn and to learn a little bit uh, on meditation. So I w- the one that Bianca was describing, the one that you're paying attention to your senses. So that's yes. the one that I've, I guess, I've been trying to learn. So I've. I read a few books on it, and but I'm I'm just a beginner on meditation. But 
yeah, trying to pay attention to your senses. I realize how easily, especially being a newbie medit- med- meditator na ba ako. Anyways, a newbie <laughs> with this fear, I'm, I realize na, wow, how busy then my mind can be. Yeah, like, oh, totally, yeah. Oh, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm like thinking about the most random things. And then I'll be like, oh boy, I forgot the electric fan is like at number three on my face. And I'm not even hearing it. Because, which brings me back to what Biako I'm like, oh nga, no? Yeah. Ang electric fan harap-harapan. And then you realize, you forgot about the electric fan. And now it's blowing... Yeah, just to share. Yeah, those are yeah meditation. I think would really help people. It's really inspiring how during this pandemic you've taken on more new hobbies and interests, or you're just trying new things. Like uh, I heard on your podcast the other day, you're learning to play piano with your wife. She's like your teacher, and then you're you're dabbling in yoga now because the gyms are closed. And I'm I'm curious, did podcasting start out? as something you were curious about what are the what's the what was the motivating factor that got you to start mm, for podcasting it it began when i was if i'm not mistaken second year law school so i knew about podcasting before because i i follow ufc so mix you know, are you guys familiar with ufc yes, like, yes. okay with mma so i'm sure you guys have heard of joe rogan Right? Yes, yeah. So, he's he's the first podcast I listened to. Same here. Like everyone's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so that guy, I'm a Joe Rogan fan. Yeah, he's live awesome. and die by the word of Joe Rogan. Now. <laughs> wow. A- anyway, so I heard, so I kind of knew about podcasting because of Joe Rogan before I entered law school, which was like um, maybe eight years ago, and then come my Law school years, and I realized I couldn't see anymore my friends. So, like Marika, I couldn't anymore see. I remember even Kara. Kara would hit me up, dude. Your Kara is Marika's cousin. For those that don't know, she'd hit me up like, dude, you vanished. I'm just like, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> yeah, I vanished from the face of earth. Like, cause I to talk lang with law school and the workload that comes along with it. And then I discovered um, another podcast called Fighter and the Kid. And it's basically two guys that just, it's just guy talk. But what I found so soothing when I was in law school was like, these two guys sort of became like my my barricada because I couldn't see my friends and I just needed, you know, I just, as the saying goes, I just needed some shits and giggles, right? Yeah. So I that's how I kind of got hooked. <laughs> I kind of got hooked on podcasts because of that fighter and the kid. And then fast forward to after I had taken already the bar exam to become a lawyer. And I realized podcasts had played such an instrumental role in my in my in this chapter of my life. Cause I'd be listening to maybe one podcast. Every two days, every three days, I kind of got hooked. So whenever I wasn't studying, I'd be listening to a podcast. Right. So 
come after the bar and I'm already a lawyer. I'm like, how about I try this out, right? It's made such a big impact on my life. Maybe by dabbling into it, it, it might also, I don't know, open new opportunities, open new doors. And that's, that's how it started. I just really wanted to invite friends over to have a chat. And I would always tell them during the start, conversations are... You know, they're just like your typical gimmick hanging out, you know. But once you press the record button, it's like all your senses are now awake. Everything's on alert mode. And you're you're really, uh, I was about to say centered, I guess. No, It's like you're really, you're really zoning into the conversation. And that's what I really enjoyed about making podcasts back then. Until now, I, I enjoy it. You know, it's, it's such a... I, I think what people don't realize with, with podcasts, it's, whether it be, you know, the professional podcasts, like the podcasts you guys listen to, or even like, like grounded radio, or just like just hobbyists like me, you know, like we'll just turn on the record button on my cell phone and just record a conversation. What people don't realize, and this I kind of want to share is, I think listening is an art. Normally when you have a, Typical conversation with a friend or with a colleague, you're always kind of two steps ahead of the of the conversation, if that makes any sense, you know. You're always prepared already to kind of have a response, or you're kind of checked out. You're like, oh, I'm not really listening to you, you know, I'm thinking about uh what, what I'm gonna have for dinner tonight, you know, or maybe what what Netflix show am I gonna watch? But with podcasting and this is what I found unique about it. It's no, you're right now. The only thing that matters is having a conversation with Marika and Bianca. And that's it. And I loved it. I, I <laughs> to, to date, I love that feeling. Like right now, thank you for inviting me. I miss this feeling. I miss this feeling of just having a proper conversation where I'm not worried about the emails I'm getting on, you know, you can see already, ah, my bagong email, my second. Oh my gosh. Well, our pleasure. We're so happy to have you on and like, I can really feel your passion for it. And it's true. It really is an art because, you know, otherwise you'd, we'd be on our phones or yeah. who knows what, right? And how has having a podcast changed your perspective on people and experiences and life in general, aside from what you mentioned? Because, you know, I'm sure you've talked to all kinds of people and through the years and you've listened to all kinds of podcasts. So top of my head, what I've realized is there's no such thing as a boring person. Everyone has a cool story to share. It and it sounds so hippie with what I'm saying. I actually got goosebumps when I said it. But I really <laughs> believe it. It's so I good. That means it's... that that means you spoke the truth. If you got the, goosebumps, it, yeah. Everyone has an I'm I'm telling you, when you give somebody an opportunity to share their story, there's always, uh, as the saying goes, uh, with a nugget of wisdom there. Yeah, so, that's what we say. You guys use that? Yeah, right? we, yeah, yeah we do. Sobrang applicable siya sa podcast. People all, light up. They shine. When you shine a light on them, they just transform oh, and they come out of their shells. Yeah. And, what, and what's beautiful about people that do podcasts it's it's the the host you're like their their platform their catalyst right 
in allowing guests to really express their story. And then parang, wow, it's, it's, a, it's a really cool experience. For, for those that have never been part of a podcast or, you know, I've never doubled into this, you gotta try it. It's so much fun. It's so much fun to really listen to stories of other people. So, yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because I was about to ask, what's your advice for people who are hesitant to maybe try getting into a podcast? You know, they're shy or I don't know. Like, what would you tell them? Don't overthink it. You got a cell phone, just click record. You know, guys, so I have on SoundCloud, I think I've uploaded... I've uploaded a bunch of, of a number of podcasts now, but what I what I haven't what I haven't shared on my platform is that I have so many other recordings on my cell phone, of all random conversations with friends that I revisit from time to time, and it's it's special. I, it feels really special to hear. For a case in point, last year I went I went overseas with two of my closest friends. And on the last day, I say, guys, let's have a chat and I'm going to record it. And then I always say, pang personal consumption lang to. Don't worry about it. It's just going to be you and uh, you, us and I'm never going to upload this. And so we recorded one, an hour long, I think. And a few days ago, I revisited it. And parang, alam mo yung kilig, all the killing emotions just came back but wow it's so nice to so have nice. it's so nice to have recorded that conversation because unlike instagram you know a picture says a thousand words but a conversation probably says a million words right so i so i true. think i think a recording might um people should try it out so one of my projects before was um Whenever I go to a new place, let's say even for work or for, for leisure, instead of taking pictures of interesting things I see, what I would do is I would save all, I'd, I'd write it, I'd write it on the notes on my phone. And then end of the trip, I'm going to talk to myself. <laughs> I'm going to talk to myself and I'm going to describe what I just experienced in this new place. So sabihin natin, I went to Shorigao. I went to Shorigao before. And instead of taking pictures of the place, I'm going to record myself telling, parang making kwento, to, making kwento to whoever, I guess to myself, about what I just experienced. And then instead of having photos on my phone, which I can go back to in the near or distant future, I have a recording that I can go back to and listen. Now, oh nga, no? That's how it was when I was there. Like, like an uh, audio diary of sorts. Yeah, yeah so something cool. like that. So I sorry, I kinda got we kinda got caught up caught up in the weeds there. But just to go back to your question, yeah. One, don't overthink it. Just click record and go for it. And two, um, I guess be open to to getting out of your comfort zone, especially for people with, um, I guess this goes, this advice goes for, uh, in general, to everyone that's got uh, passion projects like like my podcast. Like, just because it's a passion project, just because you're not getting paid to do it, it doesn't mean that you should uh, not 
get out there, you know, not not try to experience things or, you know, try out new opportunities just because you're not getting paid for your podcast or your passion project. On this note, I wanted to tell you guys that so my 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 podcast was a uh, and I don't think I've ever shared this with Marika. So what, back what? three years ago, this is a nice story. Three <laughs> years ago, three years ago. So I was, I was, I was medyo to talk with my podcast. About, although I wasn't getting paid, I was like, I gotta put myself out there. I wanna improve on on my my speaking skills and my listening skills. So how, how do I how do I learn? How do I learn more about these skills? How do I improve? Exacto, one of my friends back then asked me, dude, do you want to get set up with this, with this girl? I was like, perfect, perfect opportunity to practice my podcast skills. But I told my friend, he was beside <laughs> me, dude, game. Pero sabihin mo, sabihin mo sa kanya, kailangan blind date to ha. Bawal mag-research, research. So, he's like, bakit? Ari, gagawin ko parang podcast, di ba? Complete wow. stranger. Complete stranger. You meet up. That, no better way to practice your podcast skills, di ba? You gotta be to talk with listening and you gotta know what to say kasi you're on a date with a complete stranger. So, I go on that blind date. Fast forward three years later. She's now my wife. Yay! <laughs> I kind of knew that was coming, but I was like, oh, it's so killing. What? Huh? I, I know I said I love that story. I, I, I made you that question. Huh? Oh my. No, no, you didn't make me cuento, oh. but actually, uh, the other night when we had dinner, Luja, Benny, we were talking about you, and he was like, yeah, you know, Luja's so funny. He actually used it to practice, was using his podcast to practice for, for his dating with Daisy. We were just laughing yeah. so hard. <laughs> like, who would. I guess the know, conversation just flowed, huh? Based on the success of it all. I guess. But that just goes to show that, you know, if you, have, if you have a passion project, be willing to get out of your comfort zone because you never know you never what know. life's going to you never exactly. know what going to throw at you. Where it the leads back, you. Back then, I wanted, I wanted, hey, maybe my skills might help me monetize my podcast. Right? But instead, what life gave me was a wife. I, don't <laughs> I did not I see that it. coming. Wow. So good. Yeah. So. That's great. Luge, you know, you're, you're really a person who's always looking to self-improve. <laughs> always finding the most optimal way of doing things. Just like, just like that, you know. So I'm going to make this whole dating experience like, you know, a, an experiment or a learning experience to, uh, you know, to see how, what the results would be like. But one thing I also remember about you and know about you is you're a person who's very accustomed to routine. Right? That, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. So, I, I'm curious, how have you been managing your time over the pandemic? What has this experience been like for you? You know, being a creature of habit, what kind of adjustments did you have to make? I, w- I, w- I want to be sensitive. Before I answer that, I want to make a disclaimer. I want to be sensitive then with the people, the, the frontliners, who are, you know, really carrying the burden right now for the for the country for the economy 
Yes. Which includes my wife. Since my my wife is financial institution, she's technically a frontliner. So she goes to work even during the even during ECQ. She was day in, day out, the Katarabawian. So that aside, right, considering them, I think the 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 lockdown is a is a good opportunity then for people to learn, learn new things, create new habits. So personally, I I've I haven't really been bored during lockdown. So I actually now my day now is more full. So I, I start quite early and then there I try out new things, new things to not only cope with the pandemic, but also I guess to um, self-improve, but just to learn. I, I really enjoy learning new things. So that's also why I enjoy listening to podcasts because you always learn new things. For those out there that are feeling bored, you know, when there's not enough Netflix shows to watch, there are so many podcasts, so many audio books out there that you guys can pick up, that you guys can listen to. And if only people try that out, they'll discover how interesting talaga it is. I mean, for example, I'm listening now to Joe Rogan's latest uh, podcast. So his guest is a uh, is a scientist, and they're talking about the the downsides of using pesticides. Right? Hindsight, it's like, why am I gonna bother listening to that, yeah. But when you think about it, it's something that. It's an opportunity to learn something, right? And you get to discover new things. So I've, parang, I'm, I'm like 20 minutes, 30 minutes into it. I have a bunch of apples in, in, the, in the apartment. And I was like, you know what? This guy on Joe Rogan's talking about all, like, all the, the hazards that come with pesticide. Normally, I'm just going to eat the apples straight out. Diba? Konting hugas, konting hugas ng tubig, then I'm going to eat the apple. But because he's talking about all these pesticides, oh, okay, sige, I'm going to use proper, anong tawag dyan, parang vegetable wash, fruit wash. Yeah. You know? So, uh, wow, I kind of went off tangent again with your question. But I mean, I just wanted to show na, dami, there's so much to learn yeah. out there. Take this opportunity. But at the same time, be sensitive then, diba? Na hindi to bakasyon. People are really suffering out there. Be sensitive, diba? Now is also an opportunity for people to be more kind to their neighbors Definitely. rather than just. Diba? So, uh, there. Uh, I hope I answered your question. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, no, uh, I mean, you know, for me, the intrinsic value of a podcast is equivalent to a book. You know, you you learn so much from reading, and just like a podcast, you learn so much from listening to other people's opinions, conversations, their perspectives, and whatever interests you. There is a podcast out there that you can find, and it's aside from reading, I can compare it almost like traveling. You you're traveling, and you can sit in your room. You know, when you travel and you come back, you're a different person. Totally, because you've had this new experience. I mean, you know, if, if you're a person who's never been to Japan and you finally go to Japan and you, ca- you come back home, you're different. You know, you finally had that experience. You're transformed. Mm-hmm. You've immersed yourself in a different culture. You've had conversations 
with different people, different types of people. And a podcast is you get enriched the same way because you get to hear about different ideas, learn about how different people's minds work, um, just listening into conversations. It's, yeah, it's so valuable. It's definitely an education. It's living vicariously, no? Through through either podcasters or authors. It's nice. It's nice to hear their stories. Oh, yeah. my turn. Since all the questions have been towards me, I want to <laughs> ask you ladies, what podcasts do you guys listen to? Oh, gosh. I, I We were just talking about this earlier at our morning meeting. Jay Shetty is one of our top ones. He's yeah. like number one health podcast. And just surprises me every time the different array of guests that he brings. And uh, like Marika mentioned, he he interviewed he Alicia used to be Keys. A monk. Yeah, he used to be a monk. And he released a book, How to Think Like a Monk. And he recently had Alicia Keys on the show. Like just all kinds of people, athletes. And who else? We, we love Super Soul Sunday, of course. Oprah, Queen. Yeah, yeah. I love and Joe Rogan too. I love Jay Russell Shetty. Brand. Mm-hmm. Have you heard his podcast? Yeah. I've seen some of his videos. I like yeah. Marie Forleo, especially with her entrepreneurial and business advice. Yeah. And I, lo- I love and... the Goop podcast, the one of Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many. I actually go get my my spiritual services from podcasts from like Joel Osteen, who's a Christian pastor, Joyce Meyer. So I actually even hear services from or try to get the message from podcasts so it's great there's this cool new podcast i discovered it's called yoga girl daily on spotify and she does like five minute snippets every day of practices things you can do to help you be more mindful and it's just so you know it's so short before you know it you learn something new like you said with the with the pesticides and the fruit Washing. That's what I love about podcasts. They're also, they take you somewhere else. They take you into someone's headspace, but they're also very non intrusive. Not like I love film, I love watching movies and TV, but when you sit down to watch something, it takes everything. Like physically, you're, you know, you're sat there, you're watching. But when you listen to a podcast, you can also, you know, be doing chores. Uh, you're still engaged, but you could be on the, the treadmill. Yeah. And before, apparently, before lockdown, the number one time people used to listen to podcasts was commuting to work. Because, you know, you're at what better time? You're stuck on EDSA, yeah. you're in the car. And yeah. So I just want to bring it back to 2018. Because we've been okay. talking a lot about this time yeah. when Marika oh, got married. I, I just, oh, sorry. Wait. Go I ahead. just needed to. I just want to add um, a local podcast. Her name's Inka Magnaya, and she oh, has gosh, a yes. sleep so podcast. Good. It's like a and, meditation. Yeah, I I'll send you the link. But yeah, yeah it's, it's Inka Thanks Magnaya. for reminding me. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to mention some local ones too, like Dead Air and and Slate, and so many good ones on PNA. I, a lot of friends are actually starting podcasts now. Yeah. yeah. Our friend, well, she's all actually part of the Grounded Artist Network, Mikey Silva, just started a podcast and with Cher El Khoury. And it's called We Are Wild Seed. And they talk about really, really trippy stuff. So you have to check that out too. 
Okay, so backtracking to 2018, let's travel back in time for a bit to Marika's wedding. I don't know how many times I've mentioned your wedding on our podcast. I guess so <laughs> many things happened around that time. Back to Harana. Yeah. And I remember pointing out, so I didn't know Luigi yet, but I remember pointing out what he was wearing to my now husband, Quark. And it was like, I'm not sure if it was camo or what, but it was like, it was like a towel, but it was a hoodie and it was just everything in one. And apparently it's called a ponchowel. And I, I commented on how cool it was. And then you introduced us. And apparently he was like, oh, I made this. And I was like, what? And it was part of his clothing brand, High and Dry. So can you tell us about how High and Dry came to be? And can you tell everyone what a ponchowel is for those who don't know? I hope whoever listens to this isn't sour now of hearing me describe or push the push the army. <laughs> <laughs> but for those that don't know it, um, I have my wife to thank for that. So she was the one that designed the first ever ponchawel. So it's basically a it's a poncho that you can it's a poncho made out of towel fabric. So um, it, it was born out of um necessity for me because back back when we were allowed to play sports you know recreational sports on my end i was playing i was playing football in the different turf pitches here in manila um one of the problems um that weekend footballers would face is that there are no baños where you can change so um I saw one of my football friends put on this this poncho towel, and I was like, "Dude, that's a where did you get that product? That's perfect." Because for for those that can't relate, um, when <laughs> when you play sports or like, for example, football after work, and there's no place to change, you gotta change in public. Can you imagine? So, so you only got two options. You got one, na you'll just change in the parking lot where people can see you, or two, you're gonna change in inside the car, which uh, both, yeah, both are super hassle. So seeing my my football friend just you know disrobe in public because he's wearing this. This poncho towel. I was like, "Wow, what a, what a, what a great product!" Which is totally applicable to, to yeah, new mga weekend warriors. So, I go home. I tell, I tell Daisy, my wife back then, na my girlfriend back then. I told her about, "Hey, I have this teammate, and he had, he had the coolest product. Na it was a towel that he would just wear, so you can just change underneath, and then after you can dry up when he's, you know, after playing, you can just dry up with the towel." For my birthday, <laughs> I get a surprise gift from my wife, and when I, when I, uh, when I opened my gift, it was the first ever ponchawel, and I was like, oh, "This wow. is." This is the coolest thing. I can't believe I just explained. I, I wish my wife was here because I, I can't stop praising her. I can't believe I just told you about it. I described it to you one night. The next thing I know, I'm, I actually have one. So fast forward a few months, my teammates, so I, I play weekend football. 
my 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 teammates then were like, "Do you have any plans of selling it?" And I would tell them, "Dude, no, man. I got the one and only, right? And <laughs> I, I wanted to keep it that way." I tell my wife again, "My teammates have been bugging me, right, about this this product." Next thing I know, she mass produces. Well, not not mass produces, but she starts making a bunch. And next thing I know, she's like, we can sell it. Fast forward to now, that's, yeah, that's the birth of our brand, the high and dry. And we make. Wow. Your wife sounds like a phenomenal woman. So, yeah, she was the mastermind. (laughs) She's um, just, just to, just to highlight how I'm really believe with my wife. Um, so during, the, <laughs> during the during the start of COVID, right when people were kind of, I mean, business opportunities weren't really uh, going through the minds of people, right? It was more of how are we going to survive a pandemic and all that. My, my wife, I don't know how, but is a she was able to to start um, um, producing um, sportswear for, for, for women. So we now make, so now we don't only make um, ponchawels, we even make um, sports bras, sp- sports leggings. And active wear. Active wear for, for ladies. And this That's all happened great. during... During the pandemic, so I was like, that's why I, I mentioned I'm super believe with her because I was like, dude, how how do you have the time, right? You still have your eight to five job, and then you're you're coming up with new new products, and then yeah, so now we we actually even make we make um an we we have an active wear line for for female. Oh, that's amazing. Go Daisy. She's so inspiring. Maybe we should have her on a podcast one of these days. That's what I was thinking too. This is the only thing that I can say about the products. Of course, I can't wear it because it's for women. But what I can attest to is uh, when when I do the laundry and my wife has certain Lululemon products, right? So sometimes I'm like, oh, testing natin tong quality ng high and dry. I'll do a, like a, a blind test. I'm going to fold the clothes without knowing the brand and then I'm going to guess Lululemon but oh, or high end brand. <laughs> yeah. I told her surprisingly, not to be like a shameless plug, but I was like surprisingly, parang, it's not as easy to tell. Ah. Parang yeah. yung quality, wow. not so... There yeah, you go, guys. Up there. Yeah. Parang, wow, so, how awesome. Yeah. We have our I own drew- local ala Lululemon activewear. Tawag dito, Lulu. Luigi Lemon. Lulu Orange tawag dito. Lulu Orange. <laughs> wow. So, you know, Luj, you guys have really come a long way from High and Dry's early days. And I think what stood out to a lot of us was how authentic your marketing was. You guys have to check out High and Dry's Instagram and go scroll down their feed because... Their marketing was the most unique marketing strategy I've ever seen. All personally marketed by Luigi, talking about his products and, and 
you know, you can really feel how passionate he was. And actually, the footage was so raw that you you mentioned that you were getting slack from your friends, right? Saying that you were a hard sell or that, you know, that you just that it that you should change your your strategy. So can you tell us uh, more about this experience? But for, for those of you listening, you have to go check it out. Um, they're the funniest, most authentic ads. Yeah. Uh, now, <laughs> now that we're on that subject, one oh, for all those that were complaining about my marketing, I've stopped already. Okay. So all <laughs> those, all those uh, parang walang tatong Luigi na to, or all those shameless plugs, I've stopped with the hard sell. Okay. But two, going to the marketing. I think what really helped was I wasn't, I was those were those were genuine insights and to be honest if if i bring my if i bring my device to our bathroom it's still upon shower that that me and my wife use day in day out so all those plugs that i was doing on instagram on how you know you save time you can make coffee and just you can put on a ponchawal after you shower and then make coffee I wasn't I wasn't BSing anyone because till this day that's that's exactly what I that's still what I do. So I guess what made it what it what made it special was because it's genuine. I wasn't doing it just as uh a stunt to get people to buy the product. I like, dude, this is really this is really how I use my product. So yeah. No, I believe you. I think I think what stood out was just how raw your footage was. Like, if I were to watch that, okay, me as your friend, your childhood friend, watching that, your Luigi is exactly like that. So if you if you watch his ads or his videos, like what you see is what you get. Like that's Luigi for you. Like if you were to stand right in front of him, he would probably say the same thing, act the same way. Which is what I love because it it was so him. It was so authentic, you know. But I guess what's unconventional about it is that it's like if you believed in a product and you just were your you were your Kenkoi self and talked on the camera and Luigi just and you just post it, you know. So usually there's more of uh I guess editing. Edit. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and yeah, I mean they're they're really funny, lovable ads and I know that I know that those were all true that Luigi really believed in the product really believes in this product I remember how much he would go on about it but yeah I mean those those were the days I actually every time you uploaded a new video about the punch owl I probably watched it 20 times and you know would laugh and it, I mean it, it brought me a lot of joy so yeah thank you for doing that and yes. seeing those videos it really made me admire you of how unafraid you are to be yourself. And that's rare these days, Luge. Not everybody can just, you know, act the way they act. There's always so many of so many of us struggle with being ourselves. So I guess my question is, what advice can you give to those who struggle with insecurity or for those who always feel like, you know, they need to wear several masks? depending on who they're talking to you know sometimes we do it unconsciously like we we change how we talk or how we act depending who 
you're speaking to or hanging out with and it it's hard because the world we live in is really yeah. really judgmental so yeah how what advice yeah. can you give because you really have no inhibitions top of my head life's too short to care about what other people say about especially if you're just being genuine if you're being authentic and you're not stepping on anyone else's toes right as long as you're as long as you're being genuine and it's coming from a good place don't you can't care about what you can't you can't care about the comment section too much right just be you i mean that's really it yeah with social media people are sort of getting fixated talaga with the, with what other people think right other people's opinions yeah Parang, well, he said she said whatever yeah. the cat too, down the road said <laughs> it's too, it's, there are too many opinions these days right we need more ears less mouths yeah so. and what i notice is that everyone is so convinced that they are right <laughs> you know i mean i for me having an opinion is such a privilege and i also felt like there was a time when people were saying like if you don't speak up you're you're just as bad as supporting like the issue that's being talked about and for me like you, you know everybody has different ways sometimes you want to take it on the streets you want to take it on social media sometimes you're you're studying what what exactly people are fighting about but everyone is just so convinced of that they're right and for me from what i've learned through my years of living here is that there's so many different aspects or angles to the stories you know there's there's more to it than what's being just fed yeah. to us and i just feel like yeah when people are so convinced that they're right that, that of their opinions i'm like i i feel like we could just be a little bit more open-minded, more compassionate, more understanding, you know, maybe um and less judgmental towards each other. Just because someone doesn't have the same opinion as you or, you know, you're not supporting the same political party, like it doesn't mean you're automatic that person is wrong and that person is the enemy because we don't know, right? I mean, we're yeah. all coming from different positions and places in life. Yeah. As the saying goes, no, it's not about being right. It's about being kind. Amen. Yeah. 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 So, right. yeah, I'm, I'm sure we're all we, we're we're all to a certain extent guilty of that. I'm also guilty oh, of that. Oh, for sure. For Especially, sure. Especially, yeah, like man, when I'm wearing my lawyer hat, oh, you gotta be right, the abogado kung But yeah, I mean, that's what. Especially with the pandemic, people just need to learn how to be kind rather than be right. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that's a yeah. good note, Marie. Yeah. And on our last, one of our podcasts, the other podcast with Audrey Pastelero, she was telling us that was one of her learnings over the pandemic is that we really shouldn't judge, especially now, you know, like we're all going through this together. And for some people, are they're more on the paranoid side. They're more on the safe side. Some people are on the lack side. You know, they kind of want to do things not, be so they want to continue living their life and as as long as you're not hurting anyone i i think it's hard for us to point fingers and say they're like how can they do things this way they're doing it wrong like it's just so hard to judge and we were just talking about it with audrey in the last podcast that 
we really shouldn't judge. It's not our place mm-hmm. to judge. Like we can only do so much what's good for ourselves and our community. But if someone is doing something a different way, a way that you think that might not be right, I mean, maybe we should focus our energies on what we can do anyways. Because we can't do anything about it anyways, right? If that person is acting that way or choosing to live that way, I mean, it's so much energy to just talk bad about them or to judge them when we can just focus on what we can do and what we can control. Yeah. Totally agree, Rick. Trying times, no? The, the pandemic has brought out the good in us, but it's also brought out you know, to a certain extent yeah. the bad in, in us. But yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like a holding test, up test a of mirror. our characters. Yeah. yeah. And an opportunity right, for Bianca. us to, to be better. Yes, always. There's always opportunity to improve, right? Even in the small things, right? Yep. Less judgmental, being more kind. Yeah. Ah, I like, I, I really enjoy your, you know what, to share, ladies, I really like um, the theme of your podcast. It's always, I I noticed that listening to your, your other episodes, you guys are always channeling it towards Towards your advocacy, which is wellness, how to improve on yourselves. It's it's a breath of fresh air. Really. Oh, thank you so thank much. You. <laughs> yeah, so you nice know, we're, we're also just yeah. learning. And that's why yeah. we're doing this. Because we want to learn more of how we can be better and be well. Yeah, learning as we go. Yeah. 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 Don't stop. Huh? Don't stop. Keep thank on the you. flame. See, this is what I mean by he's just so supportive. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. That's amazing. I th- everyone should have someone like you in their lives <laughs> to just like. Luigi, okay, I want to talk about, since we're talking about wellness, Luigi, for those of you who don't know, Luigi is, has always been a health and fitness buff. He's very, he's very athletic ever since we were kids. He's a football star, really good at billiards, and he's very passionate about wellness, as you can hear. So, yeah, he actually introduced me to, to the ketogenic diet. And I'm wondering, is this something you're still strictly following as part of your lifestyle? Maybe you can also share with our listeners exactly like a short crash course of what the ketogenic diet is and what new discoveries in your health and fitness journey that you've been trying out lately. On the, on the ketogenic diet, I'll be honest, I gotta I kinda have to stay on my lane because I'm not a nutritionist by by profession, right? So I I don't wanna uh improperly advise people on diets because diets, to be honest, it's very subjective. It's very um it, it really depends on the individual. Right. It's not a one size fits yeah. all. Yeah. So what I can only share are personal anecdotes on, on, on my diet. Well, so I, I tried dabbling on, on, it wasn't exactly the ketogenic diet because my take on that diet is if you're not checking on your ketone bodies, you can't be saying you're on a ketogenic diet. Because if you're not measuring your ketones, you're, 
you're just claiming something that you don't know if you're really on it or not. Mm. So what So basically I, what it is, right? Sorry, just before you continue. It's it's high fat, moderate protein yeah. and zero sugar. It's or low sugar. Sort of I think if I'm not mistaken you're allowed about um maybe less than 15 grams of sugar. I might be even wrong because that might kick you out of ketosis. So um it's yeah, that's basically it. Uh, but what I was doing was, uh, from what I've read, what I was actually doing in terms of diet was like a modified Atkins, where you're still consuming significant portions of fat and significant portions of protein, but your your carb is on the low end. So you're looking at maybe um 30 30 grams of of carbs what i can say on that note if if you have listeners that are interested on diets one you have to consult a professional and two you got to read up about it i've i've also had certain negative experiences kasi with with really pushing it a bit to the extreme with diet. So I've had problems with sleep. Um, and then when I consulted the like when I consulted the professional on it, what he was saying was I wasn't consuming enough carbs. So apparently you need a certain level of carb intake. Well, in my case, I needed a certain level of carb intake to help me fall asleep. But since it wasn't a bit, but since I wasn't consuming enough carbs, my cortisol level was a bit high. Some, something to that extent. Yeah. So that's why, again, I've learned that. Like, before you can say I had, uh, me and my friend, um, Sean Cato, we used to run a, a boot camp in in Alabang a few years ago. And my friend was, so he was a licensed physio and he was also well-versed with nutrition. So what I learned during my experience helping him run that boot camp is that you can't just throw advice, you know, in the, out there in the wind na, oh, for everybody, dapat low-carb kayo lahat. It, it really doesn't work that way. I So I think in terms of diet, if I can give my two cents on it, I really think, especially during the pandemic, people should just common sense na diet na lang, di ba? Um, you, I think, uh, um, I think it would be hard already to debunk the, negative aspects of high sugar, which we all know, right? Um, consuming too much sugar is bad for you. So um, if you can avoid maybe sugary drinks and other sugary products, that would be, um, that would be beneficial. So that's why I call it the, that's what I tell my wife. It's the common sense diet. In case of doubt, Maybe it's not good for you, right? So today and today, um, to be honest, I don't anymore do that. 
I don't anymore do the the um, modified keto. Atkins diet, yeah, or slash Atkins. my keto diet, you know, mm-hmm. but I still I still am very um part, I'm I'm still quite particular with my with the food I I I eat which I think now with covid from what I've what I've read um you got to and as confirmed by all by our doctor friends right mm-hmm. if you can supplement on your vitamins that wouldn't hurt if you can, can if you could add more vegetables to your diet that wouldn't hurt as well the the one thing that i'm really trying to add on during this pandemic um is vitamin d so sunlight i uh, i've read a few i've i've read a few materials that say that Sometimes you might want to look into supplementing your vitamin D. So I have vitamin D drips um, that help help me during the times that I can't really get direct sunlight. Zinc, we all, yeah, the Viber groups, the zinc, vitamin C, I guess wouldn't hurt also to add that. But yeah. And hydrate, right? I, oh, how, yes. Don't you have your water goals? Yeah. Daily luge. I, I, I forgot. I forgot that this isn't this isn't a video podcast. But yep, no fail. Hydration. So we're all lifting up. Our, what size? Uh, what size is that water bottle? Right. You, I think he was telling me he tries to finish uh, two. Yeah. So I How, try four liters. The, four liters a day. So I try two. Yeah. This one is a two liter jug. So uh, I try to consume two. Again, if you're gonna, if if any of your listeners plan on adding even more liquids, I I think the rule of thumb is what's it, eight glasses a day. If you're gonna yes. try to consume any more than that, maybe consult again a professional. But yeah, it's also now present circumstances, right? Is it's an opportunity for us to really look into diet maybe it's time to tighten up the diet maybe focus on um supplement supplementing our diet especially with the virus running amok out there so yeah one of the things that luigi has actually been up to actually you used to talk to me about this before the benefits of standing up and how sitting down is actually, you know, you're sitting at your desk for hours for a day and it's really bad for you. And standing up has so much health benefits, so many health benefits. And Luigi actually put together his own walking desk, not just a standing desk, a walking desk. So he has a treadmill in front of his workspace. And you used to talk to me about standing desks a lot. You've obviously moved on and you are now <laughs> next um, level on the next level desk. can you share with us the benefits of a walking or even just a standing desk over the conventional desk where we sit down at and how yeah can you share and if someone wants to set up their own desk at home maybe you can give us a quick <laughs> share with us how you you did you personally did it 
if you guys will allow me again, my my two my two advice. One is you gotta consult a professional, and two, if you're gonna try it out, please consult a professional. And two, read up about it. Uh, a book that I could suggest is um, Desk Bound by Kelly Starrett. It's okay. available online if you guys really want to read about the detriments of of sitting for, for too long. My personal experience, so I have a I have bulging discs in my back because of I, I guess years of running and years of playing sports. So I really could not sit for for maybe past two hours, my back my back would start to give. So what really helped me um, with that is standing desk. So being in a standing position, I realized was way healthier for me personally. One of the benefits, unexpected benefits of it is it's harder to fall asleep when you're standing. My coffee intake actually went down. So from two cups of coffee, two or three a day, I only have one now. That's that's one of the unexpected benefits of having a standing desk. But I think it really, for people that have back problems, um, it's it it really does wonders. If you guys want to take it to the next level, you can also convert your standing desk into a walking desk. There are flatbed treadmills available on Lazada, which you can yeah. then you can you can buy and you can put it under your standing desk if if you have a standing desk. Now, my my personal setup during during lockdown is I converted one of our cabinet. Oh no, one of our what do you call this? Yeah, I think it would be it would pass as a cabinet shelves. No, my bad, not cabinets, palau. One of our standing shelves, I converted it into a, a walking desk, uh, a standing desk. And then what I did is I just placed, I purchased one of the flatbed um, treadmills online and I just inserted it underneath. And there you go. I have uh, I have my own makeshift walking desk. Very I resourceful. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess I just wanted to illustrate how, you know, it's not as as far-fetched as people think it is you know you can definitely you can you can if you want it's to doable it, very doable yeah. you can, right kitchen counter kitchen counter use your kitchen counter and then put a maybe five or six books underneath and then there you go you already have your makeshift standing desk so <laughs> Yeah, it, it really... yeah. Martin's Martin's desk just arrived yesterday, but we're still trying to get it at his eye level. My advice on this, based on experience, if ever you guys are gonna try it out, start slowly. So I actually have a few. I have, I have a few friends that have already tried out the whole uh, walking desk setup, and when I ask them, "Oh, how fast are you guys going?" These guys are going at brisk walking pace. And then my suggestion always to them is to dial it down. You don't have to be a hero from day one, right? So start at a very, very slow pace. Why? Because it's a very unfamiliar position for you to be working. That's right. Um, You're multitasking. Yeah, working. 
Yeah. And your body's doing two different things. You're walking and you're typing and you're maybe talking yeah. to someone. And what normally happens is you're not paying attention anymore to the form of your steps. And if you're not paying attention to the form of your steps, if you multiply that to 10,000 steps, then you may cause some harm already to your body, right? So my advice always, if you're going to try out um, a walking desk or a standing desk, baby steps. 10 minutes, start out maybe 10 minutes a day, you know, 10 minutes every two hours, then progress. Right? Life is a marathon. It's not a sprint, guys. You're not going to win it from the get-go. Slow lang. Very sound advice. And <laughs> I, I'm excited to try that. I was already thinking of how you said you used a shelf. I was already looking around like, what can I, what can I use here? As I, as I record this, my laptop is actually on a stack of books. So it can be eye level. And I, I have a makeshift uh, recording studio at home as well when I record my songs. And the mic is also on a stack of books. So there's so much we can use at home. I was listening to your Pay It Forward podcast the other day, and I love that concept on how you dedicate a whole podcast to just like thinking or like letting other people know about, you know, new things you discover and then paying it forward to those brands and or people. So this one was about, is it breathe and flow or yeah. breath and flow? Breathe and flow. And yes, right? and how this YouTube channel got you to start practicing yoga when before you used to be like a, excuse the term, but like a gym rat, that's what they call it, right? Like a gym guy. So how has it been? And what, what do you love about discovering this channel? And what have you learned on the mat and off the mat? How do you apply it? Oh, boy. Yo, yoga so has, yeah, yoga has, I mean, as cliche as, as it sounds, it, it really changed. It, it changed my COVID life. Um, I got really hooked on on this YouTube channel. Started out, I mean, again, like what I told you guys a while ago, like I'm just always game to test something out. So I, I stumbled upon this YouTube page and I, you know, what do I have to lose? The gym is closed. Might as well try out yoga. I, I do have a set of weights and uh, in the apartment, but uh, it's only so much you can do. So how about try out yoga? So I discovered this page, um, Breathe and Flow. And I, I, haven't, I haven't missed a day of not doing their YouTube page. Yeah, I... I've even, I've messaged them actually on their Patreon account and I said, thank you. Like, it it's really That's worked awesome. wonders. Um, one is I really like, this is my first time to encounter a form of exercise where the, the, the main focus is your breath. Um, coming from the gym setting, uh, Normally, what the the focus there is either the amount of weights you're pushing or you're carrying or the speed you're going at. Right? So those are normally the, the things that gym rats focus on. 
so it, I, I was really fish out of water now that I'm doing yoga and I'm like, the focus is on the breath. And I really didn't, I didn't realize how powerful yoga is. I mean, not to sound like too much of a hippie. Um, just to share, just to share with all the non-yoga believers. I was one of them. I was one of the non-yoga believers, <laughs> but now I'm a convert. Yay! You can tell your sister that, Marie. <laughs> tell Brie, grabe, yoga. Man. <laughs> Case in point. Going back to my back issues, so standing up sort of relieved the back pain, but it never, it never really addressed my, my, my bulging discs. For some reason, because of all the stretching in yoga, I could now. We recently went on a long drive, me and my wife, no problem. Like a, a three-hour drive, like. And I was telling her in the car, I'm like, amazing how, how it's not anymore an issue, my, my lower back. It really makes you stronger and it can really fix. Oh, yeah. It, it, it can really fix some problems and pain that you're having. Yeah. It, it, it hits two birds with one stone. Yeah. You get well, fo- three, actually. What's it's, the... Go ahead. I want to hear what are the three. Well, it's supposed to be body, mind, and spirit. Mm. there you go go. there you go (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's amazing it's body mind and spirit oh yeah i I want i want to share with you um yoga with adrian she's one of our favorite yoga instructors on youtube i've been i've been practicing with her for five years now actually when she came into my life I, i i barely i already stopped going to studios She's really one of the the best for me, like one of the best things that have happened to me. So yeah, I'd like. How to long are are her sessions? Oh, she has. It varies. It varies. From she has five minutes from five minutes so, to oh, one really? hour. An hour. And the, and she also has and she has like thirty day programs and then she has one for whatever you are feeling. Yoga for when you're literally lonely. yoga for when you're hungover. When you're mad. Yoga, yoga for, for when, when you have menstrual pain. <laughs> yoga Seriously. for ev- everything. She's amazing. And if you only have short amount of time even like sometimes some days you really just need to do it and you you feel like you have no energy five minutes that's all you need she's 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 really great i i hope you can try her and let, yeah. let me know send it in i'm a, now that i'm a yogi convert now that i'm a yogi guys send it in i'm game yeah. to try it out and i want to try your breathe and flow sure. as well same I'm, i checked them out after your podcast huh effective <laughs> On that note, can I just again pay it forward to to this couple and they've really helped me out. It was my so they have a Patreon account, totally affordable, 250, 250 pesos a month, right? And you get access to the really long yoga session. So I'm used to doing their 30 minutes to an hour sessions, but on their Patreon account, they have like up to two hours. I think it was last weekend. I was like, you know what? Um, instead of getting on my walk, my walking desk and watching a show, right, while walking, how about I try out one of these two-hour sessions? Oh my God! I did not expect that. Parang nalil, parang yung katawan mo, no? Once you've hit like a stretch for so long, it's 
mind you, it's my first time and it's just yin yoga. So you're just holding on, you're like maybe forward fold. I, I might not even be getting the terms right, but parang you're doing, you're, you're stretching yourself out for five minutes. Yeah, you're holding the pose for letting yourself fall into the pose. Mm-hmm. I love yin yoga. You know, oh. Breeze, Breeze now a certified yin yoga teacher. Really? Yeah, she just yeah. took a course over for the pandemic online. But please tell her, I, parang my body got so confused. <laughs> I, it wasn't used to it. Once you but hit- two hours isn't then, Sluge, because you're, you're holding the pose for five minutes and it's really different from, well, the yang practices, the more active practices. Because yin is... You sink into it. Yeah, it, it's, a dif- it's different. You're targeting the meridian points and... Um, very your tissues certain tissues yeah yeah okay. so it's, it's a different purpose it, but it, it's it, so sarap and it's I love so it. oh it's yeah. like going to the spa but not it's like <laughs> that, they say it's like giving your internal organs a massage a massage yeah. and, and that's why i should be talking to you guys the reason why i did it i'll be honest why did i do the two hours it's like i pay these guys 250 pesos a month kailangan ko sulitin to so Sige, hanapin ko yung pinakamahabang session nila so I can make sulit the 250 pesos. Right. Three minutes in the stretch, I'm like, oh man, they should have given like a heads up. Like, parang you're, I don't know. Like, like you just start sweating although you're not moving. And Anyways, we can save that for another episode. Yeah. You should it talk to Brie also. Yeah, totally. She can probably give more expert advice than we can yeah so cool she's certified yeah we should do a class with her on zoom yay yeah i'm totally down Um, yeah she's such a good teacher well just to share so my group of friends we're all not yoga we're not yoga practitioners pre-covid but during covid everyone was like yeah yoga really helped me out like Friends that couldn't, it. friends that couldn't, um, friends that couldn't squat, are now able to do an Asian squat. <laughs> I've, I talked about it with March recently. Like doing an Asian squat back yeah. in pre-COVID days was unheard of. So yeah. with thanks to yoga, now yeah. it's and like it's you an, said, right? It's three birds with one stone, and yeah. like I think the mental aspect is so important especially now like everyone's going through anxiety because you know times are so uncertain so yoga is really such good medicine for anyone who needs is dealing with any form of stress and anxiety and to be honest you know what i enjoy about yoga i enjoy it when the instructors give their um they're like i don't know what you call it like their their speeches yeah. I kind of enjoy that when they're when all they when talk. they're telling you like, you know, you're always maybe focused on the future, but all you have is now. I'm like, oh, I live for that. Kilalan, yeah. Kilalan yeah. So good. <laughs> I'm actually doing a, a spring reset. It's like a, a yoga cleanse program by Allo Yoga. And same thing. The instructors are, let's say you're holding a pose or you're getting into it. They'll say something like, 
it's not about the pose. It's about, you know, your your journey getting there and just as yes, in life. It's, it's really things not. Things like that. Yeah. yeah. Luigi, we should um, have invited Luigi to join Global Mala last weekend. Oh, you would have loved it. We're down to our last two questions. Wanted to ask you, how else have you been managing your mental health over the pandemic aside from doing yoga, meditating, your walking desk? Is there anything else that's helped you get through the day-to-day, you know, struggle, hustle, stresses? Not to overshare then. I don't want I, I don't want to come off <laughs> on your podcast as like, you know, some quote unquote woke dude that's just trying out all these stuff. But uh, one thing that really helped, and this one I I can't stop talking about this learning how to breathe properly. I've I so during COVID I, I discovered Wim Hof. Um, for those that aren't familiar with him, he's a he's a Dutch he's a Dutch guy that um, teaches that he has his own uh, breathing program, which is available online. He has a website, so it's a ten week program. I've I've done his ten week program twice no already. Way. Yeah, and wow. and it it's really helped. Um, just to give you a crash course on Wim Hof breathing method, it's it's um, 30 full breaths. On the 30th breath, you hold your breath on, uh, on an exhale. So you're holding your breath for 30 breaths. And then on when you can't hold your breath anymore, you're supposed to take a deep inhale and you're supposed to basically pump the oxygen into your head. So that's the Wim Hof method. So you do those 30 breaths four times um, every day. And uh, I, I, uh, again, as hippie as it sounds, I feel like it really cleans me. It really cleanses something inside. Um, Yeah, for those that want to try it out, there are few he has free um tutorials on youtube check it out um you can just follow along so he'll tell you when to breathe in and when to breathe out for your listeners that kind of want to um take it to the next level there are so i realized over over the lockdown there are there's so much literature on breathing so um, one book that people can check out is uh, Oxygen Advantage. It's by this uh, this Irish author. His name his name escapes me right now, but um, he explains the benefits of breathing. Um, he gives also his own form of regimen, and it's it's really cool. Really cool to hear about um, how your body can really be transformed just through breathing. So. What they say is you not only have to focus on your nutrition, your your nutrition, your water intake, and your sleep, you also have to focus on your breath. So so those according to them, it's the four pillars. And then for those that actually in that enjoy listening to podcasts, I cannot recommend this enough on Joe Rogan. Um, James Nestor is the name of the guest. 
and he is the author of the book Breath, if I'm not mistaken. But check him out on Joe Rogan. You know, they uh, these are the sp- they're the specialists that really take um deep dive on breathing. So yeah, so that's that's another another thing I discovered during lockdown. Nice. Thank, Thank you for, for all these the, yeah. yeah resources. We're like noting them down. Yeah, we we love recommendations. <laughs> Books, podcasts, send them our way. I'm 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 medyo a nerd when it comes to things that yung mga ganyan, yung mga new habits, new hobbies. I, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoy. I'm to be honest, I really want to ask you guys the same questions. It's just I don't know if I'm taking too much of your time or what because you know I want this I, I want to hear too like if you guys got anything you can send my way if you have new habits I I was listening to one of your podcasts and Marika was talking about um dimensions and <laughs> I was like oh yeah, that actually makes so much sense because I passe na ba yung term juju no, I don't think so. Okay. I just like that 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 enters my head a lot of times like the the juju that people send out as as again as hippie as it sounds. I feel like it actually has like some physical manifestation, no? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I I found that I I I really enjoyed that podcast of you ladies talking about that. Oh, wow. Thank you for listening. Yeah, there's definitely, yeah, th- those terms where you're like, ka-vibe mo to, mm. or BV, bad vibes, no, good it's vibes. A, it's real. I mean, there, yeah, there's definitely, there's a science mm. to it. It's quantum physics. And yeah, it's it's really interesting to learn Three, about. The, 3D, yeah. 4D, 3D, yeah, 3D, and 5D. The, the, yeah, the map of human oh. consciousness, different frequencies. Mm. Allow- Very interesting. Definitely. We're still learning too, I mean. I'm no expert. I just read about it and talk about it. <laughs> I'm just going to say, oh, to pay it forward, to the listeners of uh, Grounded Radio, you have to check out one of their August episodes and they talk about it's dimensions. It's a real thing. Marika and Bianca talk about dimensions. And I, re- I enjoy that. I enjoy that podcast. Wow. Right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You're the best. Thanks for all this hype. I love it. Before I ask our last question, which I'm sure we all know already, I wanted to share that I discovered this amazing YouTuber. Her name is Brown and Bendy. And she she was a yoga teacher, but she's more of a reality bender. And she helps people practice flexibility of the mind and body. And a lot of what she talks about is law of attraction, vibes, Mariks, you would love it. She... And speaking of dimensions, she has this one video on dimension jumping, which is an exercise that she teaches people because apparently a dimension is not a place, it's a state of mind and it's a state of being. So she teaches people with her scripting programs like journaling, positivity, attracting. She teaches them how to jump from one dimension to where they're currently at to where they want to be in terms of all aspects of their life, like financially or like romantically, or if you're trying to attract a certain job or a place to live, she helps you get in that mindset of already having that which you want to acquire. And it's it's amazing. It's very, 
I know it sounds like a lot, but there are actual steps. And she is basically just conditioning your frequency and your vibration to be in a more open state to receive what you're looking for. But okay, that's a whole different podcast. And I think this is a sign that we definitely need to, whether it's on your your podcast or ours, continue this conversation because there's so much we haven't touched on. But I we want to know, very curious, what keeps you grounded? What keeps me grounded, huh? Especially during pandemic, I think now it's as as Bianca said a while ago, it's back to basics. Right? I think now what keeps me grounded is it's an opportunity to focus on the most meaningful things in life. And I really think for me personally, that's really family. Like now it's really the opportunity to, you know, seriously bond with my parents who I'm glad are safe. They're senior citizens now and I'm glad they're safe. So that's what keeps me grounded, right? You know, enough of all the, well, personally me, it's time to put aside all the, what I call the fluff in life, you know, we all enjoy going out, traveling and all that with our friends, our family. But okay, put that aside. That's now not possible or maybe it is, but it's not safe. Let's focus now. Let's focus our attention on, you know, having conversations, proper conversations with our parents. Hindi lang yung, as I call it, substantial compliance. Alam mo yung, you'll call mm-hmm. up your mom just so you can tell yourself at night, right. oh, I gotta, I gotta talk to my mom today. Ah, you're a good son, not None of that substan- substantial compliance kind of, of um, dialogue. More of, okay, it's really time to talk to your family, spend time with your friends and your loved ones, whether that's through Zoom or if you're, you have the opportunity to see them in person, then take full advantage yeah. of it. And Yep, on that note, that's how I stay grounded. Love it so much. Thank you so much for all your insight and for your time and sharing all your thoughts with us today. We need part two for sure. Yeah. Thank you, Luj. This was awesome. I, You know, I was actually so nervous to have you on because Luigi is like a seasoned podcaster. Once again, thank you to everyone tuning in. Stay safe, take care, and catch you next time on Grounded Radio.